Follow along, children. No! Phoenix! Did we really go to space? I learned a lot from you, I Listening to Steady Geekin'. Get the show on the road? No. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> It'll be fun. It will be. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition of the grand some people say it's even harder to find. Yeah, ratty voice. Well, there must be some kind of thing to do. It's all this time is wrong. It's all only, I think they only used it in like the first season. Yeah, yeah, where. It's actually interesting because the whole theme of this episode does not feature this person. <laughs> he wasn't here yet. He was not here yet. Right. Yes. Welcome back, people. Hey, people. We're the party people. Uh, this is the, 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 the steady geeking. Bless him. He has a speech impediment. Uh, I tried. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brandon. I'm Blake. To those of you who are new to steady geeking, um, we have a history. We have a catalog. We've been around for some time. We da, da, took da, some da, time da, off. Da, 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 da. But, it sounded like you were rapping. Yeah, we, we've been on these streets. We've been around. So if you didn't know. Not like, you know, street walkers and nothing. Yeah, you know. But, you know. Lady. <laughs> Not street walkers and ladies. Now, see, now I'm in trouble. But I was playing a character. <laughs> it's all a work. Um, <laughs> but, yes, yes, this would be this would be our fourth uh, rendition, our fourth. Um, fourth season, but yeah. rebirth. I would like to, that's what I'm thinking, like the Doctor Who thing. This is like our fourth. Uh, uh, generation or regeneration? Is that, is that what it was? Oh, maybe, maybe, perhaps it's like the first regeneration, right? Because like for the first like three years, we were the same. Like we, you know, mm, it, mm, you know mm. it was very, you know, yeah, I think, yeah, which is still our thing, but it's different. It's different. Why yeah, I, I, I went into like two like because you're just things. talented no, and that was terrible. I think it was good. I think those who are no, listening would appreciate it. Yeah, listen, you guess what else? What's that? But I what. I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Say? I, I was like in the moment. What and you got to say? I don't know. I'm, I'm here though. <laughs> Me too. That is so weird. Yeah. No, what I was going to say is, you know what else turned 4.0 this year? Uh, What's that? By the time of this recording just last week. Oh, what, what, what was that? I turned 40. <gasps> That's right. Oh my God. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta find it. I gotta find it. I gotta find it. 
honor, in honor of our boy. Listen, hold on. I, oh, I got to have it ready. I got to have it ready, but it's never it ready. ready. It's never ready when I need it. It's just going longer and longer. But Blake, happy birthday, my brother. Happy birthday, my good brother. Oh, it's too much. And, and we'll also give you, we'll give you some of these. We'll give you some of these for your birthday. All right? Happy birthday, sir. It sounds like somebody stepped on a frog, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank so, you, thank you so much. So, how how is the big four? Uh, what's what's it like? Well, it's like I crossed into another dimension. In fact, yeah, is the world different now? <clears throat> it is so different. Um, I literally can't see as well as I did the day before. It happened that quick. Shit. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's the same. I'm yeah. Now officially I mean, 40. You, That's crazy freaking weird to think about. I'm not scared. I'm not mad because, you know, thank God I'm here. <laughs> Dude, you lived four decades on this planet. Oh, shut up. Ew. I'm just, oh, that's, that's mean. When no. you think of it like that, like you've. Yeah, I know. I think about it like that. I'm like four decades. And I'm like, yeah. it's like you think about it, like you think about 10 years, right? And when I turned 10, like it didn't seem like I'd been there that long. Granted, I didn't remember the first few years of my life. Mm-hmm. And then from like ten to twenty, it's like, yo, that's such a big like growth, but it's yeah. also not that that it's not that many years. See, as a kid, it did and I've seem done it like four it, times. It, as a kid, it always seemed, like I remember thinking like when I was like ten or twelve, like oh man, like tw- uh, eighteen. It's like right, even though it was like a five, it just seemed like so far off. And then yeah. when I got to eighteen, thinking about like twenty five and thirty, and then it was just like, oh my god, like I'm there. You know, every time I've reached like 10, I do know every time I've reached 10, like the beginning of each decade, something I always will say is, well, 10 years till I'm 30. Well, 10, yeah, 10 years yeah. I remember uh, saying that literally yesterday. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> um, no, but when I turned 30, I turned 30, like the year after we moved here up to New York. Damn. Yeah. So I spent my, the, the, my, the entirety of my 30s. In New York, as a New Yorker. Yeah, it's crazy. The 30s, uh, that's a formative. Yeah, yeah, man. But I don't even feel that different. You know, it's like, not not that you are. You are. Oh, yeah. Cheers, Cheers. sir. see. Cheers. We're having some Moscow mules. Moscow. We're sitting here, sipping, talking Moscow. like gentlemen. Yes, because we are distinguished and classy yes yes this is part of the the grow up part of the evolution the I new iteration of steady geek <laughs> um, update so um i want to be transparent with 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 you listeners and our friends and our fans um but i'm i'm going to keep it i'm i'm not i'm not, I'm not going to hold you um i'm really here for um one major thing and a few minor things um the major thing is that i would like to honor and appreciate um the talent and the legend of Jaleel White. Yes, Jaleel White. Jaleel White, yes. You um, know who he is. Now, listen. He has been around. He's done many, many things. He has been involved in many projects. Um, you know, in a very, you know, he's been very, you know, successful. And he's been able to 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 live his life and, and do what he wants to do. And he's been a part of, of a lot of projects. Um but I am here to uh, honor him, but really highlight 
the gem and the gift that he gave us in the form of one Stephen Q. Urkel. Yeah, where's the applause track? The applause track. God damn it, I moved away from it. I moved away from it. Uh, Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Q. Did you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Steve Urkel, dude. Like Steve Urkel was like a household name. Yeah, for years, Steve Urkel was the most like famous thing on television. So I'm all right. So let's Steve Urkel. So I I would like to do this right. I would like to 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 honor this man properly. So he deserves some respect. Yes, he does. The man does. So. That's what you said. You felt like, you know what? I think, I feel like he deserves a lot more credit. Yeah, because like the character of Steve Urkel was, all right, let's start with it. Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about the impact of Steve Urkel. Okay. Yeah. Steve Urkel was a character that was essentially, excuse me, a one-off. Just a simple come by. He was supposed to be Laura's date one episode and he showed up and even the Steve Urkel that we eventually come. Yes. So my first question is like, okay, like did they shoot in front of a live studio audience? Yeah. I think they were doing live audiences. Okay. So the reaction that he must've gotten in that one (laughs) episode that he was on, it garnered so much attention. It must have be. Like how soon? Like how how soon did we see him again? Um. So hold on. Let's let's look up a Steve Urkel. Because from the, I remember I remember like after all the you know him becoming Steve Urkel and you know all the way to Stefan. Like he, so his his first appearance is in um is called Rachel's first date, and and, and it's uh, in first run episodes. Um, his last appearance. Okay, so we just want to know his first. So his, yeah, his first episode was just a one-off in an episode called Rachel's First Date, and that was episode four of season one. Wow! Episode four of season one uh-huh. is when he first debuted. Um, because I wonder when they decided to just like suddenly make him, or was he like the same? What was it? Because remember in that first episode, he's like. Hi, Laura. And he wasn't, you know, like the the hyped up version. You know, he was. He seemed more like Murphy Murphy. You know, mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, so, so it wasn't even the same. It wasn't. It wasn't as funny. So I wonder, like. So so um, we're we're using Wikipedia because we want to make sure we come with the facts. It says um, Steve Urkel first appeared in the fourth episode of the first season, Rachel's first date, as the show staff wanted to more naturally introduce him to the audience upon repeated viewings. On the twelfth episode. Uh, oh, he dated Rachel. Oh, no, no. He was in Rachel's. No, okay. Like, no, no. He didn't On the 12th episode of the first season, Laura's first date, he appears as a nerdy young boy who takes Laura Winslow out on a date. While he is madly in love with her, Laura finds Steve's grating and doesn't return his affection. While intended as a minor character, Urkel became very popular for his oddball antics. He soon became a recurring character and joined the main cast beginning with the season two premiere, Rachel's Place. Wow, so he so took, he had he those two over. appearances. People loved him because let's he was a he's a star. I well he yeah, was a it star. Had to be the charisma it had to be him. Yeah, because, yeah. Because the character became so drastically different and and exaggerated. So 
if, but, but it's amazing because, and I don't know if we talked about it before, but I think we have that it was originally supposed to be Harriet's show. Yeah. It was, gonna, it was to be centered around Harriet. <laughs> yeah. Harriet was supposed to be the, the, the heroine of the show or the, or the, the main character. Um, I thought it was interesting that Carl's mother was moving in with him and mm-hmm. Carl was completely against it. And his mother had like a really like odd and shaky relationship and they really kind of played her off as being like a nuisance but the way i remember her on the show was like she was always like this badass grandma like she was always doing like she was the cool she, grandma she, she was but she gave him attitude though she did but that but it was like but, it but was cool was, though yeah. yeah no she of course she was please. and like even his character was kind of played like carl was more of a you Everybody know he was, loved carl though, right? so yeah yeah so that that was the other thing too like this show essentially became about like the trinity of that show was steve carl and laura by default i hate to say that even though i loved laura Laura, i had a crush on laura tied to steve yeah well and so 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 remember it eventually became the adventures of carl and And, steve and that's what i thought it was gold it was gold that was at the height of all of it so yes yes you know laura had no choice yeah yeah and she was but you know they still you know what i always loved about the show and i always thought was just so amazing about jaleel white as a character was when he his you know him doing the whole stefan bit was like uh, listen everybody (laughs) knows and it worked and everybody knows and everyone remembers that storyline and for a show like that i always you that was ahead of its time because all we knew jaleel white as was was Steve. And so the, when Stefan stepped out with all this swagger and he was and cool he was suave do, and do, do, do you remember there was actually so we we you know for, for a time his voice went down here like, yes there was a time you know in very recent pop history where it was very cool to have I was just talking about this with my wife Rebecca about how when the Twilight movies came on oh uh, yeah yeah um when the Twilight movies came out they did a really good job with marketing the whole team Bell and Edward and team Bell and Jacob like that I thought was brilliant because it hooked people and it made them pick a side and it really did create like an inner like it just created more engagement right I don't know nothing about any of that oh listen I would I would I would I implore like, you to watch like movie. you know what I, I don't either but the last two are really good with the exception of the last seven minutes why not of, it ends up being like a vision yeah but that's what but in the whole totality of the movies like it is kind of like my wife was watching it and i came in like the last 20 minutes and i was stuck like i was stuck like i just couldn't i was like yeah i gotta finish this but Mm -hmm. i digress but family matters they did it first they had i remember the tv guys where it was steve and laura and then it was Stefan and Laura. And it was like, pick who do you want her with? Like, which one? To- oh, my God. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Like, this show was, uh, um, they I were on some. about uh, that. Like, they created, like, he created this conflict between two characters that he played that all of America was was made to decide. And he had that power because I bet, I wonder if it was him that went to the creators and like, you know, you know, I can't. I, I I need to play something different than Steve. Like, yeah, can I please yeah. show people that I can play something a little more like you know grounded. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. can we do that? Like, I wonder if that's what he did. Um, but it was, was br- it was, was brilliant it was though, brilliant, and it worked, and he did he did it really well. And like that show was was everyone loved that show so much, and it was taken seriously enough that they did an episode where they made the Urkel bot. Remember that? that mm, oh my god! Yo, dude, the, yeah, the 
Urkel bar. And it was awesome. <laughs> and the Urkel mobile. Oh my God. See, Yo, that's what I'm like, saying. Come on. And he, dude. Like, it's, it, he became like this whole, like, did they, did they, did they sell toys? Yes. With the string? Yes. Oh, the talking doll. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, had yeah. one. I had one, and all it did was. Did I do that? Like, did I do that? That was money. Money. Yeah. Money. Because every good character like that needs a character. Listen, we cannot forget what that man gave us with that character. Yeah. Like, like, no, I agree. T- I mean, it, like, like the fact that like sh- they were gonna get married on the show like was was like such. It a- was oh my god, dude! It, yeah, mm-hmm. dude, it was an event. It was something, and like it was a story. It was a story, you and cared. like people were rooting for him. Like they were rooting for him, but they also understood why he wasn't getting with Who her. Did you root for him, Steve, all the way. Mm-hmm. Stefan, I thought was cool, but it was just like, man, like that's not fair. Well, like that's not fair and, that, and, that, and that he had to change agree, himself. Like, he was created. He, he was. He wasn't he even was. like the natural. And then the wildest shit that they did, the wildest shit that they did is when they introduced Myra. Oh, yeah. And they separated Steve and Stefan. That's how it ended. Stefan got to, got to be separated and he got to go off and live his life. What? How do I not know Bro. how that ended? Was, and then, no and then at one point, at one point, Myra and Laura were sharing him. Steve was going back and forth. That sounds familiar. Dude, dude, that was some, I mean, listen, if, so, if, if that was just some them spitballing and just throwing ideas to the wall and seeing what sticks, probably that like point. that was brilliant. Like it, how like, many seasons was it on? Uh, nine seasons. It started on ABC and ended on CBS. You said nine seasons? Yeah. Oh, it jumped network. Yeah, for the last season. The last season they went. That would be why I probably didn't watch it. Yeah, and it's funny because by the end, because I didn't know, but there but, was no internet. By the end, Jaleel, because it ended in '97. Oh, no, yeah. no. So there, it started in '89. Internet. It started in '89, ended in '97. Um, I think by that point, Jaleel was just like done. He was like 21. He was over it. Like he was ready to be done. Yeah. At that point, um, and I think them going to CBS was really just a money. Like it was like let's get as much as we can. We're a show that's a big deal. You know, it, had, it was a major ratings, you know, giant at one point. They went for that CBS money. I, I Listen, that last season was really interesting because by that point, Steve and, and Laura were together. And Steve at that point was like working for NASA. And he became a fucking astronaut. <laughs> he did. <laughs> awesome. And he went out into space and then he got lost in space. Shut yeah, uh, he did. He Steve did. Steve got and lost he he was space. gone for some time, and then like the last episode, he like came back, so and it, it was, was like Stefan the whole time. No, it was Steve. Stefan was gone. It was just Steve. And it was crazy. Wait, wait it, oh, so he wasn't on the show? You're, no, no. Oh, he, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little confused. Yeah, yeah, no. So Stefan left like Stefan left like <laughs> like seasons prior when it was on ABC. He stopped doing Stefan. Okay. And then that last season, which is funny because Steve is like, if you see a picture of him in that final season, he's like 6'5", he's like jacked, and it's just like, oh, yeah, he can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like, like, he's a, he's a grown-up. <laughs> hey, yeah, grown like, like, you can't, like, it almost got to a point where I remember there was just like, you know what, Steve, I don't know if you need Laura anymore, man. <laughs> like, like, I think, more. you know what, like, dude, I know, think. Not, nothing, no, like, no offense to her, <clears throat> but she really wasn't that interesting no 
No, uh, they. <laughs> I thought she was just downright mean to Stacey. She was, especially but in the very she beginning. That. She yeah, understood. yeah. I know yeah. They, got, they got married. Now I will say there were some questionable things that Steve did. Like he did give her like a potion or something to get her to like him, which is like <gasps> right. whoa, whoa. Oh wow! <laughs> but such, some such a seemingly innocent thing. Yeah, from, because it's Steve. Or but then he he stops anything from happening and he admits to her that he did it. He gives her like an antidote to like cure her or whatever. So I mean, take that as you want. Some people might not feel like that's okay, but that was a thing. That was you know there was a lot of, and I do remember there were a lot of di- there were a lot of different schemes to like how can I get Laura to love me or whatever or to fall over me. Meanwhile, he had Myra who was like so hot. She was yeah. Who was like was chasing yeah, and he was just always like, and I always felt bad for her too because it's just like she really cares for this dude and he has no sort of like. I think that's how I learned about relationships, man. Steven? Yeah. Yeah. I loved her. And I never liked how they tried to make her annoying, but I always went with it. I, was she, just like, she, I didn't find her annoying. I, I, I feel like they tried to put her in like that role at times. Well, probably. Because well, ultimately they wanted us to love Laura over her, you know? They did. It's they like, did. It's like, it's like, for instance... You know, side side sidetracked here, but it's it, but it's just kind of like an an example. I used to be obsessed with Guiding Light. Okay, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a character named Annie. She was played by Cynthia Watros, and like I think she won an Emmy for it. And um, she was on the second season of Lost. She was uh, Libby. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Yep, 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 so, yep. And she's a, oh, Libby. She was a phenomenal. She is a phenomenal actress. She was on um that show. Was it Titus? She was the wife. <laughs> Yes, um, on Fox. Yeah, I think so. Wait, no, 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 no. Short hair, like. In yes, yes, yep, yeah, okay. yep, 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 so, yep. Yeah, Cynthia Watros. Okay, I, I was obsessed from from Guiding Light because she was amazing on that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was character Josh's new wife. Okay, and then his wife, other wife, came back from the dead. Reva, and you know, don't y'all fuck with Reva. Um, don't y'all do it. Reva Shane, played by Kim Zimmer. I love you. Um, but. Everyone loved Annie, and they were wanting people to turn, like, to, I guess, be back into, like, Reva, because mm-hmm. was, you know, one of the stars. And so Annie, like, they had to make Annie this horrible, horrible person. And yeah, they're proper, her, yeah. Ready for her to leave. Yeah, bro, man, you know? nasty and politics. Yeah. Nasty, nasty politics. And then she got on Law. Well, no, then she got on Titus. And then she got on Lost. And then she didn't want to do Lost anymore. She was offered, I think, like, a sitcom on CBS, like, mm. and, but it never went. Back to yeah, I was always disappointed that that's, that story never got finished. I'm but so sorry, that was such a tension. No, it's okay. No, it's all part of it. It's all part of the big circle. Rewind. Um, but, um, excuse me. But yeah, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I just, I can't, I just can't let what he gave to us go. He unnoticed. got to do the Urkel. First of all, do let's, the Urkel. Let's, yeah, so let's, let's, Wait a minute. let's talk about that. Hi there, Steve. Urkel band. So, all you have to do is hitch up your pants. Bend your knees and stick out your pelvis. I'm telling you, baby, it's better than Melvin. This was the shit. By season two, he was so popular that he had his own dance coin. Jump 
That, like, come, come on. on. Like, this Jeez. was by this was by the second season. And this was the sh- but like everybody was talking about it the next day at school. I yeah, everybody I was, like was doing grade, it. Grade. Right, man, listen, I'm trying to practice that backdrop. If I can get that backdrop down, uh, we, I might have to do a TikTok. I might have to do a TikTok. Oh my god. But I mean. Like and then you know, and I, then I, he got the, the. I was gonna say he got to do that, but then he got to perform that with B. Arthur from the, freaking Golden Girls. Uh, yeah, so we we watched the video um a couple days ago um from a comedy award show from it was ni- yesterday. But. Yeah, yesterday. Um, I think it was from ninety one. <laughs> 90, yeah, I think it was 1991, and um, B. Arthur was the host, and she was doing the opening monologue, and she had Jaleel White come out, and listen, the dude, the kid was just smooth. He had, like, he, he, he was a, a pro. He was. He a had a pro. presence, like, and, like, with, he did, ne- he commanded it. Next to B. Arthur, let me just say, the, the image of Dorothy Spornak <laughs> and Urkel <laughs> together on stage is he a great image. Over. Listen, we, we're gonna get to the crossover episodes. Okay, okay. We're gonna get into that because I, I just remembered that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he comes out and just you know comes out all just cool and you know definitely I would say Stefan right, and which I think Stefan is who Jaleel is. That's the interesting part. Like that, and and I don't want to like forget I can, that. I can offer a little something to that in a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, Jaleel and Stefan seem like they're the same person, but he comes out and he does his monologue with B. Arthur and. As he's talking to her, he puts on the glasses and he just goes in and out uh, from being Steve Urkel to being himself. And the way he does it, it's just like, it's just so natural. And I'm sure part of it, you know, as an actor, I'm sure I know, I, you know, I, I had read that, you know, he had a lot of um, bad feelings about the role after he left. Um, and I'm sure there Makes was a sense. lot, you know, I'm sure the pedestal that he was put on and, and that spotlight, that shit's heavy. I can't even imagine. So, I, you know, I don't want to overlook that, that either. Like the, like, very, like, as, as as famous as you can get. Yeah, but saying all that, he seemed like a freaking pro. A yeah. pro at such a young age. That's why that's why he became what he became. Oh, and then to, to see him, he did the Urkel. This is how big the Urkel dance was. He did the Urkel dance as part of an opening monologue, opening segment for an award show that at that time seemed like it was a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Seemed like there were tons of celebrities in the room. Everyone who's you know who was someone at that time was there. B. Arthur is doing is the host, I think, and mm-hmm. Jaleel White is up there doing this character. Has B. Arthur doing the Urkel dance <laughs> with him? Yeah, and with she him, was, and she was getting down now, killing it. And, and I mean, snorted and she. <laughs> Like and, and you know and that's that's on top of the toys, the marketing. Like he even had like a little movie special where they did like this whole meta thing where it was like a, I think like a Dan, the life of Urkel or whatever or Jaleel, and like yeah, it was like him like on the set playing Steve, but like it yeah, it was just nuts. Like it was all about Steve Urkel. So the crossovers. Let's talk about the crossovers. So I want before we talk about the major crossover, I want to talk about how big he was to he was so big that he was How highlighted big was he? he was highlighted as a guest star on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air which was a huge show on the opposite rival network yeah and when he came on, it was a big deal. Yeah. He didn't go on as Steve. He went on as Jaleel White, but it was like the Jaleel oh, White. Oh, really? Oh, he played it, himself. Well, he played a different character. He played a different character. He was like Dayton Ashley, and they were oh, like. Oh, I see. So he wasn't yeah, Steven. Yeah, but it was like. Nor th- was he Jaleel. Yeah, this was during 
the family the matters family, uh, time. They were like, <laughs> yeah. What, what, so was 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 uh, Fresh Prince? Was that like suffering in ratings or something? No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't know or what the ratings were like, like. It was I just. Think it was Will Smith. It was like, yo. Well, listen, because like, like Will Smith's like his show was like not for nothing. Like you know, it was huge. It was huge. Yeah, it was a black show on yeah. on what NBC. Yep. And yep. it was like number one, I'm sure, at some point, right? Yeah. Oh, it was. And then yeah. on Arrival Network, you was, got the other biggest star, who was yet another yep. African American. And dude. I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, not not as his character, but Uncle Phil shows up on Family Matters. Like he just showed. Like he's yes. not. He's not. I don't think I he's Uncle like Phil. Right. He's just. He just shows up, and him and Carl just like hug. Wasn't there like a thing where people would get them confused? Yes, I think so. I think that was a joke. I think that was a that joke. That was a joke, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah yep. They, other one being rich, another one being a cop. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Bless their hearts. But but both like were loved by everybody. Yes. Loved this is characters. how big these show like that show was. That show was it was it was it. It was it. And it. It, it was it be partially partly because of one, it was chemistry. They really did have something in in Steve Urkel and Carl Winslow. Those two characters. And I think the Do whole family I don't wanna had Judy. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we 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 will never because figure he that out. The big star and yeah. she disappeared. It's and, like, honey, we we can't afford one more regular. Yeah, so somebody's and, got to go. And also, no, I, little Richie stays. He did. And listen, I don't want to be disrespectful. <laughs> I really do love Family Matters. I loved everybody. I loved. Uh, I loved uh, um, Judy when she was there. I loved Eddie. Um, I loved Richie. I loved. Uh, I I I really did like. That. I I enjoyed the whole ensemble, but awesome. I always knew what it was. It was about Steve. Steve yeah. was it. That's what like Full House eventually became about Michelle. Yes, yes. So speaking of Full House, okay. okay. The peak, the peak of Steve Urkel fandom. <laughs> Someone at AVC. Said, let's pull the trigger mm-hmm. and let's get Steve Urkel on Full House. <laughs> now, I don't know if that was done for ratings. I don't know. I do know that in in that monologue that B. Arthur gave, she did for whatever reason made sure to say that Jaleel White was part of the reason why ABC stocks <laughs> went up. Yeah. Why would she say that? Like that well, was. I mean, like, it could have been a joke. <clears throat> I, I, I think shows, that, they joke about stuff. Like I don't know. I think there might have been some truth to that. I just, I know, like, I just, like, that's, like. I mean, I, I don't disagree. So. She could have been joking. So there's an episode of Full House where um, DJ is, I don't know what's going on. I think it, it was around the, it was around the time when Jesse was getting married and Jesse was picking who his best man was going to be. And he had picked Joey and Danny was upset uh, yeah. and they were having like a little tiff. So DJ comes home with her friend who I don't remember ever seeing this girl ever before in the show. I think they just wrote her on for this episode. Her and DJ are like, Oh, they needed to hide because um, this girl's cousin Steve is in town and he's super annoying. <laughs> so now at this time, I don't remember the context. I don't know if people knew Steve was going to be on the show. I don't remember if this was something that was promoted. Um, I, I would, was, I think it was, it probably was. I think I remember I knew to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there was two times when he showed up. Didn't he crash through the ceiling once? <laughs> Wasn't that just like a random thing? Uh, was it on, was it on full house? Yeah. He just crashed into like their kitchen. 
Well, yeah. no, it was like yes. an, it was like an yeah. end credit thing, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. Yo, ABC yes. had a whole like little universe, yeah. right? Um, so <laughs> you know what it was? It was probably Steve because he was such a brilliant scientist, yeah. just walking between dimensions. You know, yeah. and that's why he crashed through their their glasses. He just fell through a dimensional hole. Dude, you know? we just we just met, we just struck something. I think we that just explains why he can suddenly be all the way in Miami <laughs> with the Golden Girls in an episode. Oh my god! He showed up at their front door. Bro, we're about to start making Steve Urkel fan fiction. I already have. So yeah, so um, <laughs> so yeah, so so fucking Steve Urkel. Man. So DJ and her friend leave, and so now you know Jesse and Danny are in the living room, and all of a sudden there's a uh, the doorbell rings. Jesse goes and open it, and door, and there's Steve Urkel, and the audience goes crazy. Yeah. They go crazy, and he just like it's so funny because like he doesn't know these people, but he look like he literally does what he does to the Winslows. He just walks right in. He's like, <laughs> it does his whole shtick, right? He's yeah. just like, it's awesome. Got any cheese, Got right? Any cheese. <laughs> so, the, so like, and he just comes in, and he's just like, he's a whirlwind, and you can just tell like the whole scene is about him like you got you got danny there, tanner and you got jesse there but it's all about steve can and we, it, like, we we gotta get a documentary going yo come on man i think we, unless there, there might already be one i don't know but well we need to I find it like we would know about it yeah yeah i would i would i would like to see this um but then they have this cool little exchange between steve and jesse jesse's talking to him he's like yo why are you like walk like that and steve is like oh you know it's all about circulation mm -hmm. and then like they have this little exchange where like jesse is like explaining to uh to steve how to walk cool because jesse was like the epitome of cool back then like when he came to that show he still is yeah so he shows him how to walk and then steve is trying to walk like him and then steve is like well let me show you how to walk like me and then jesse's walking like urkel and it's like oh my god <laughs> right so then like the next big moment the next big moment um dj and the girl um, are hiding from Steve Steve's and they, cousin? Steve, yeah, Steve's okay. cousin and DJ are hiding from Steve. They go into DJ's room and they close the door and Steve's just hiding there and he's like, "Hey guys, right?" He scares <laughs> them and then like the coolest thing happens. Little Michelle comes walking in and then it's got the Steve and Michelle crossover and they meet and he's like, "How you doing?" And she's like, "How you doing?" And she's like, "Why do you sound like Mickey Mouse?" And it's like hilarious and they just like <laughs> and then it's over and it's like, wait a minute, the two biggest stars of these two shows just like you met and it was just like oh my god like I'm, I'm oh my god I'm, I'm looking it up because I want okay so this is there. there's clips from that episode yeah, okay. yeah, I, yeah. I, I looked up Steve Urkel cameo so no keep going I just um but it's just like yo and like listen fan, I mean Full House was that show it was that show and Steve got to have his moment on that show and it was a it was something it yeah, mattered he, he was on it seems like he was on like probably all, <sighs> all, all the top shows mm -hmm. like all the hit ones i'm looking to see how many cameos he's been in as Steve thank you Jaleel thank you um okay appearances on other shows there's full house mm -hmm. um in the episode, Stephanie gets framed. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, okay. It implied 
that he found himself in San Francisco in Full House Universe before play, paying a visit to the Lambert household of Step by Step. Okay, what? So he, he went on Step by he, Step too? Oh was, my God. They had the him going on a tour. In the series' second episode. So that was them trying to get people to watch their news. That's show. what I, Yo, come on. Yo. That's nuts, man. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. Yo. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're telling me they used Steve, who was their powerhouse. They said, okay, let's bring him to Full House. Let's get them ratings up. Let's uh-huh. bring him to this other show we're trying to push off Step by step, which I'm not gonna lie, I I like step by step. Well, it was, it was TGIF. Yeah, like, it wasn't like my favorite. No, but it was like I enjoyed it when I know they had that one character who was supposed to be like their token funny guy, uh, Makai. I don't know the older brother. I feel like he was supposed to be like their comedic relief, and he's never stopped. Yeah, I, I, and I like the theme song. Step by step, day by day. Fresh out over. <laughs> okay, so yeah. then it says additionally <clears throat> in the Family Matters Beauty and the Beast episode Beauty and the Beast, Steve sends a chain letter to his friend Corey Matthews, <gasps> who lived in Philadelphia. The reference is to Ben Savage's character from Boy I Meets didn't World. even know that, yo. But there were no on screen crossovers. But in an episode of Boy Meets World, Corey says he receives a chain letter from his friend Steve. Oh my this is god. From the Wikipedia th- too as well. Um Yo. Oh, yeah. Oh my God, that's right. I forgot. Fuller what? House. He was in the season three finale of Fuller House. Wait, as he who? Brought, as Steve Urkel. No, he wasn't. Oh, no, wait, no. No, no. Okay, I'm wrong. Sorry. Oh, God. No, oh, no, God. No. I'm like, but he's still Urkel on it, though? was mentioned by, D, by, by DJ in a January 2018 interview. The TV line, mentioned that they have talked about white reprising his role wait so did am i remembering correctly i don't think it i don't 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 think it happened i don't know i don't think it happened but i but that's interesting but still they knew in the season five part two fifth episode be yourself free yourself white reprises his role as steve urkel get the fuck out of here turn it on yeah yeah i need to see this before i leave because i Okay. So, oh my god so that's like he wow damn damn and then on scooby-doo and guess who white that's the last i heard animated yep. that's, that's the last the last thing i heard see, he, did. he too fell with that into the uh, the nostalgia uh train as in like you know everyone all the the stuff from our yeah our childhood yeah. all coming back and they're all those that hated those roles are now realizing, whoa, that was my meal ticket. Well, I I saw that he in now a, it's fun. He in an interview in '99, he had said, you know, it was like, you know, if you ever see me doing this role again, like put a bullet in my head. <laughs> and oh, like wow. he later spoke on that, it wow. was just like, you know, like where I was, like it was fresh off the show, you know, understandable, like because he also said too that. He was, and this is where it really sucks because he wasn't ever able to really kind of like bounce back. It sounds like it, you know, it sounds like for the first couple of years after the show, he was kind of seen as Urkel. Like that's you know, and and that's like the the fucked up part of like entertainment. You know, it's like you love someone for being this character, and then because we we just have these strong feelings for that character, we we can't see them in anything else. Right, we can't see them. That that it, ends up being the problem, like with people like to play. You know, I feel like that's happening with Robert Downey Jr. right now. Robert Downey Jr. Of course, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, what uh, William Shatner, yeah, Nimoy, um, Patrick Stewart. You know, it all happens to them. But but see, I understand it. Like, can be a curse to an actor because then, like, because the audiences can't see you as something else. 
then the studio's like, okay, well then we don't see you as anything mm-hmm. else. So that sucks. But it's also like, and I guess it's hindsight, you know, for them especially. And uh, but looking back, it's like you 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 realize how much the audience loved you as that character. Yeah, you meant two people, and and how you know how like I how I guess yeah important you might have been you know to someone's life. So it always kind of like annoyed me. I understood it, but it also was kind of annoying when, when like actors that had that kind of thing that paid you know, the bills, you know, and I don't know, like, and they would talk such trash about those roles. Yeah. I'm like, but that's, but that's, you know, you've given that to everybody. You gave that to everybody. That was you putting what you had into it and you gave us that. So, you know, and everybody loved it. Like, that's a beautiful thing. And that's what an actor wants. You want success. You want, you yeah, know, but I th- fame, but like success. And, but I also um, think that too, that like when you're young, in the you know in the like heat of it <laughs> and like i mean it's gotta like i i agree with you but it also kind of you, you gotta feel a certain way when it's just like you're being you know the world loves you for this mm-hmm. and it's like this ain't all i am yeah and it, it, i don't know but at the end of the day he did you know i think they all everyone kind of you know moves on they grow up they learn they appreciate things but as we reflect on things whether you're successful or not successful you know you just get to a point where it's just like like you said exactly to what you said you realize that this is what i gave to these people and this is what i gave to the world and you know i, I you know part of like part of my like kind of resurgence for this show and for this character is definitely just you know tied to like that part of my life and yeah indeed you know that show was a staple of like a what what it showed what other black people were like mm-hmm. um outside of like what i knew and what i saw yeah and on tv you know what i mean um you know i i i think it's i always thought it was so cool that this was a show that like dabbled with like science fiction the way that it did yeah in the way it incorporated it was whether it was cheesy though back then like what it like it was it was fun but looking back it's just like damn like they really were doing some cool stuff like the whole stefan thing like it shouldn't have worked but it did but it did and it was over huge and that's in huge part though to jaleel whites yeah like they pretty much it was so successful they made him like kill the character Right, like they like that because at one point that like I know it did get tiring at one point where it's just like okay, like Stefan's back, like on well, Steve, but even like Urkel, there was Urkel overkill. Too, yeah, 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 that, that, yeah, that yeah, an, yeah, yeah, oversaturation. And so, I remember at one point even I was like, all right, Urkel, like you know we're grown ups now and mm-hmm. stop mm-hmm. doing that. So he was right. You know, yeah, time, but yeah, and there was always another part of the show that I felt like it never. <laughs> I feel like it always got underplayed, but it always just like stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. But they did they did play the positive side of it, but the relationship between Steve and his family. Like it was very clear in like the later seasons that it was like a messed up relationship. See, I don't remember them ever touching on that. Like it was done in a very light comical way, but he was ne- like we never met his parents. 
Like it right. was like him and Carl. Right. Like him and Carl. Like even when they got married, That's what, they did that on a lot of shows though. Back in the they day. did, but like they 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 made it a point. They did at times make it a point to highlight that there was a messed up relationship there. Like when he was like spending holidays with the Winslows, right? Um, there was even like, there was points where they were like his parents didn't want to do stuff. Like they either ran away from him or like that's, they, that's what Johnny Galecki became on Roseanne. You know, as David, like he became that little like neighbor character. Yeah. Where they, <laughs> his parents were shit, and so he ended up living with the guy. Yeah, yeah. He did meet his mother though in one episode, and she was a real something. But but it's like that was like kind of like the heart of the show, especially with Carl and Steve. It was that father son dynamic. It was, That's you know, exactly what it became. Um, and it was because it, you know, it was filmed. I don't know. It was just one of those things that just always I remember. Just like, you know, I think part of it too because was, you know, when I first started watching the show, and then like, um, you know, as it was ending and stuff, like, you know, there was stuff going on in my personal life that just it, it hit a certain way, you know. Yeah, fast. <laughs> Listen, I'm 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 happy with this. I just want to get this out. I want to share this. I hope you guys at home listen and enjoy this. Not that we're done. I just wanted to just get that, get that appreciation out. About Jayla White. Oh, so yeah. So I wanted to, I wanted to just say that you know mention our our one encounter, me and Jayla White. So. Yes, yes, yes. So I was living in LA at the time, and I don't think I've ever actually said this. <laughs> oh, show. breaking, I'll, breaking. I'll be living in LA, um, but I, uh, I, sorry, I got distracted. Um, sorry. I used to be. Um, an actor. Okay. Professional actor. It's so uncomfortable to talk about Listen. sometimes Listen. myself. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but, but so I had moved to LA, right. To do that. And, uh, it was in my first year of living there. I worked at, uh, a record store, a very popular record store. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say where probably, right. Yeah. I can't. Okay. So the Virgin Mega store on Sunset Boulevard. Okay. Um, that was before I even like moved there. That was my goal. I was like, I'm going to work at Virgin. Yeah, I guess you are. You had a goal. Um, but I was, so I was working there in the video department and Jayla White comes in one day and was the most charming, suave, and yes, sexy. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like he, what he, what he felt like Stefan. He was very, very friendly and very, you know, like, you know, just like, he had that, you know, da 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 about his voice. And, je ne sais quoi. Je ne sais quoi. Uh, and he, like, handed me, oh, his, yeah, he handed me his, you know, like, uh, credit card, and it said his production company name on it. Um, and I was like, and I asked, because, like, as I was, I was that dweeb, I was like, so do you have any projects coming out? Um, and I, f- I want to say he did. Like, I want to say he said they were working on, like, a documentary or something, but I don't know. I could have... I don't know, that might be a false memory, <coughs> um, implanted memory, but he, but he, anyway, that's the story. Sorry. Um, he was indeed sexy and he was indeed really nice. And, um, that was a surreal, surreal moment. Yeah, man. And listen, I also don't want to, I do not want to forget. He also had another run in my childhood as being one of the first voice actors to play the voice of Sonic for the Sonic the Hedgehog I cartoon. That blows my mind. Yeah, which was an awesome show. It, like, it was the ABC version. Like, his, his version of Sonic is my favorite. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's so, very cool. That's cool. So, Jaleel, if you're, listen, if, you, if you're listening, thank you. 
Yeah, thank you. Thank um, you. <clears throat> and you, you know what? You did we do that. Wait to get home to TGIF. Oh yeah. Because yeah. of you, we would jump in front of the television. <laughs> because <laughs> of you, it was cool to do the Urko. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we'll be right back. So, Blake. So, Brandon. You like that? I love that. <laughs> I was just about to go change my shorts. Oh, man. I like fun things. So. That's a fun thing. Yeah. Yummy tail. Um, so, yeah, what else? Uh, do you, do we, I mean, like I said, that's all I really had. I had some other things. Um. I know you, you're you're caught up on Doom Patrol. Oh, Doom Patrol! Best Yo. show on television. Yo, it is like I mm. really liked it on DC Universe, um, and I'm still enjoying it on the DC Universe app, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, HBO Max. But the fact that it they they brought it to HBO Max, and like they even gave it an HBO type of intro opening sequence love it love Love it it. and there's like it's still the same show and it's still weird as it ever was but there's like a new kind of like vibe to it now yeah oh like oh yeah so like it's great it is track the score oh and listen i just love 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 first i i I have so many favorite characters but cliff brendan frazier oh my god he's and just i mean you know, we were talking about this yesterday. You know, what's so awesome about this show is that they're telling so many, like, complex stories, and they're doing them all at the same time, yeah. and they're, like, they're doing it well. You know, yeah. like... Yeah, they are incredibly intertwined and, like, and, and complex. And, and like, the, the whole character of Dorothy, first of all. Oh, God, I... I <laughs> So, wow. so I was really repulsed by her in the beginning. <laughs> like she was freaking me out, but man, she's grown on me. And and uh, you know, just, she's such a good actress. That, like the way she moves on screen, and just like I was shocked when you told me what you told me about her. So she is the actress. Is oh crap! I should have had her name right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> her name, uh, I don't remember her name, uh, but she is 20 years old. So <sighs> we were watching it the other night, me and Chad, right? And I was, and we were kept saying, God, she is like, I, 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 like you, I was kind of like, Ugh, you know, like, Ugh, yeah. This? <laughs> and I hate feeling that way because, oh, but then she, like, from the moment you start realizing, you know, her capability as an actress you're like yeah like is this a little girl like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you she's incredible right and you she's just the most i don't know like she you fall in love with her instantly the minute you first like hear her speak almost and like and then i kept thinking i was like yo i don't know if a child actor can be like this good yeah this in tune with who they are and with and to to be able to i mean there are amazing child actors out there but come on right yeah yeah so i was like i wonder if this is a grown-up playing this role i was like this is a tiny grown-up but like i wonder if this is unless that's a trick of the camera i don't know but and yeah they found out i found out she's like 20 years old i think she was a broadway actress not surprised so that makes a lot of sense because you know i don't know she just I don't know what it is. She has this presence, and she is so damn good. So I had a feeling that she wasn't an actual child, but you believe she is. Yeah, she pulls she pulls it off. And with the prosthetics on, like you definitely like, 
I was like, nah, she's a little girl. I kept at, I kept telling myself throughout the whole run of the or so far episode. It were, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so before we go on, um, if anyone hasn't um watched, um, I would suggest to maybe turn off. Um, I don't know if we're gonna really get into much after this conversation. So spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers. Um and please go watch it and catch up because it's it's awesome. It's awesome. Um but you know, I am I like I'm I love the whole concept of Danny. The 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 um oh what's the word? The He's a consciousness, right? Yes, yes. Sentient being that that took the form of a street and now resides in a brick. But doesn't he reside everywhere though? That's kind of like the I know he resides in a brick, but like I'm not really sure. I took it as he's in that brick because when it broke uh, two episodes ago, right. it was as if he was dying unless right. they fixed it. I'm sorry, Danny. <laughs> so yeah, I think he's supposed to from that brick that he is. He's supposed to grow. But I can't how, believe but, but he. But how does he like speak through everything else? Because it's like it's through like thought projection. So he puts up that he makes like um, he talks to the to he like, he talks to the Danzians as they're referred to, and any sort of other guests through like word bubbles and stuff which i love that they that, use that a lot they, don't they do that with um one Jane, of jane's characters jane's yeah. yeah yep yep which is so like weird but awesome yeah I, listen the character Dude. of jane is just i think is Yo, one of my favorites role of a freaking lifetime yeah that. yeah that's that's like the role that like actors are like can i have that please because i can play like i can only i can be on one thing mm-hmm. and just play all these different <laughs> variations yeah. like I gotta do nothing else. and when she gets into these characters i mean she is these like she is the character yeah it's got i feel like it's got to be like, exhausting now you know i like i think i don't know if everybody was but i think a lot of people were introduced to her through orange is the new black yes yes um, and i was sad when she left well is she yeah, still on because yeah. no she left she left she left for this yeah yeah, yeah. she got this show and it's like you know, you see her in that role from Orange is the New Black, you know, which is mm-hmm. very stereotypical kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. role. but she played it amazing. Yeah, she did. Um, she did. Then to see her as Jane, I'm like, yo, whoa. And then to see the whoa, range in that. different character. Yep. It's just yep. incredible. Well, I forget her name. Yeah, no, we could Google it, but Google it. sorry, guys. Just, I think you should know it. Yeah. Don't want to look we're not professionals. Right we're just friends who talk about stuff. Because we're friends. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, you got her. You got, you know, you got Rita Farr's character. Rita. Uh, woman, um, who she has yeah. really grown on me. But, you know, in the comic books, she was Elastigirl. But then Disney, you know, did Elastigirl for uh, the Incredible. Oh, yeah. So they had to. So, I like that Elastie. Elastie. Um. <laughs> I absolutely love, 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 love Cyborg. Oh, dude, Vic. Round of applause for Cyborg on the show. Because for wit, for what, what the budget that they have, they really like. I, I first of all, I love smart. that he wears clothes. First of all, I was going to say that's how that's I, that's that's how their budget works because. <laughs> They don't have to do any CGI yeah, on him. It's yeah. just prosthetics. And, and it works. All they got to do is do some arms in his face and, yo, put regular clothes on. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yo, it is y'all awesome. believe he's got armor on underneath, don't you? In the last episode he's when... A robot. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you... <coughs> oh, 
are you okay? In the in the in the last episode, when Cliff and when when Cliff and um Vic are, are sitting there waiting for Vic's girl to show up, and Cliff is like, "Yo, we could be like uh two like a buddy cop," and he had that whole scenario <laughs> yeah, of them in like the seventy yeah. show. Like that was awesome. Yeah, it was, it great. was awesome. It's like they uh, this show does whatever the hell it wants. It do. does. It ha- it feels like it's, it's so just good. so free and fresh. But then it's it like when fresh, yeah. like it's off the wall. It can be so absurd. Like all the stuff with the rat and the roach was just like it was on one that level rat brilliant. Scene Oh my god oh. But you know what made it more disturbing Was her, Dorothy's performance Because you saw how disturbed she was So it made you Like I almost like pissed myself with Dude, fear that was like nuts. oh my god Yeah like, And she's like what is it doing And, and it came out of nowhere oh, It man. came yo And it's like of course this is Listen, Exactly this, this is what show, show is This is the type of show that, that garners like a, a cult following Oh, I think, yeah. this, and I hate to say it, this is one of those shows that's going to get canned and get bigger because it got canned. I don't know. I, 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 mean, I actually, you know what? I like, can see that because like, I don't want it to happen. Because so far, it's only been the audience that's bought into the app. Yeah, I, like I wish HBO would start pushing it on HBO, like for putting it on HBO. Like I think it should be there. Like I think, yeah, I think, yeah. I think this should be something that that pe- that it, it should be on HBO first. And then stream to the other. No, apps. I think it should be. I would. I would say it should. As far as like you know, it, it should be on the app first because you got to get people to subscribe to the app. And I, then, I, and then I, for those you know, eventually, because they always do this kind of thing anyway. Like different companies, like you know, oh, this is an exclusive. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then, you yeah. Know, a few weeks or a year later, it's like, but now you can get it too through this. See, I think I think this is one of those shows. It's like almost an investment, right? Like especially coming off of the 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 impact of Watchmen. Which was a DC show, oh, man. which DC's got. I, I think it's fair to say DC has good credit amongst HBO fans right now. If you know, if if, if you're gonna push it as from the from the studio that brought you Watchmen, we have this new show. Like, I say, I say, in regards to Doom Patrol, give like have a team focus on them. Like that is a show that I think could survive and thrive on HBO. Like it could be an HBO I, I, like like, like sh- push it, show. It was it like watching it and, and feeling the HBO like the HBO Presence. the HBO Just in a, it. Yeah. It's like it, it fits it, in. Felt so natural and yeah. it's like oh this works. This makes total sense. Glad you did this, you know. And um cuz it oh god damn it man. See, <laughs> like, see like you know like is DC gonna like you said you think DC might end up like shutting down like the DC app? Um, I, I well, yeah, I, but that's don't the, you think Titans no, should be on HBO? No, too? I think the DC app is ending, but I think they're still gonna make those shows. I just think the app as it exists is no longer going to exist, but they're going to go through with like Stargirl is, is doing well. Stargirl is officially only gonna be on the CW, okay? So they're gonna, so that's what I'm saying. I think they're I, just I meant to t- send you an article on that. I think they're just gonna allocate these shows to different, they're gonna say, okay, this is gonna be like an HBO Max. HBO show. This is going to be a CW show. This yeah. is going to be, and you know, just kind of pick I bet and you choose. That's what they're doing. They've just been testing the demographic. Yeah, as they go and they're like, all right, like that. Where, Gotham, where can we put these shows? That new Gotham show that there's that's going to be connected um, to, to the, the to the new Batman yep. uh, franchise. Mm-hmm. I'm, I bet you it's going to HBO. That's not going to DC. That's not going to CW. That's going to be an HBO no, no, show. It's HBO Max. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 The article and it's gonna and and I think that's what's going to be the separation. It's like there's the CW version of DC and then there's the HBO version of DC. Yeah. 
And and you know, <laughs> even Stargirl, like on this could cross over. Because all of the shows on this on the DC app though, all of them are like for adults. Um, mm-hmm. language, violence, sex, nudity. Um, except Star Girl yeah. was it was obviously made for like CW fans intention. Like, yeah. So you get one show for young people on the DCF. But it but I that's I guarantee they were making it for that because there was a little more money behind that. Yeah. And then they could put it on CW as like a new show. Yeah. Oh, speaking of CW and the recasting of Batwoman. Yes. But she's not Kate Kane. No, it's gonna, she's going to be a because yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. please, come on, y'all. Suspension of disbelief and all that. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I think that was the right move. I think yeah, that was the right move. I like this, and I love this, and her last name is Leslie, just like mine. Yes, yes. I wonder yes. if we're related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think that's dope that they're just going to introduce a new character. I'm already more interested in her just from, from just looking at the one picture I saw of this mm-hmm, picture. So mm-hmm. I'm already like, yeah, okay. And then reworking her into the... Excuse me, into the crossovers is going to be cool. Yeah, that'll be Because now they're going to have to somehow explain that. But I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, I will say I am, I still have a beef with how they've handled Batwoman. Um, because this is just more indication of, it just seems like from the jump, the show was greenlit. And they just said we're not. They didn't. There wasn't much planning, and I think they just yeah. did. They were they, they were like shoehorning some stuff. In there. Yeah, they were shoehorning. The um, and, in and even and even this whole. And I'm not saying that because she's a woman. Okay, my favorite <laughs> pop culture characters are in fact women. Yeah, we're actually as we're. I mean, I know so, this is one of those where it's like, well, you know, well, just because you. We're just with. saying, she was a character. There suddenly, it's like, oh, by the way, Batwoman's going to be in this shit too, and she's going to have existed this whole time, or the you know Gotham's existed this whole time. But you're going to buy it, and it's going to be awesome, and she's going to be awesome, and it's yeah. Ruby Rose. Yeah, she's the hot lesbian right now because the characters. Are I just don't so think Ruby like, Rose okay, was the right pick. No, she wasn't. No, Ruby Rose is. We all know she's beautiful, but she's not that talented as an as an actor. Fuck, I don't. I shouldn't say that. We're gonna cut this out. No. I shouldn't say that. No, I don't think she is like. I think with these CW shows, right? They've they've set a certain standard, right? Yeah. And they have they found like a nice lane in being like corny, but also being like compelling. Yeah. And Ruby Rose just didn't seem as if she was invested in that process, partially because she wasn't being provided with material that seemed like it was actually any thought or care put into it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it felt rushed. Yeah. Like, you could only work with what you have. Mm -hmm. And I doubt she was getting any of this fucking support that she needed that uh, you know what i mean like like i like i don't well, know I, I, think, just... I think her experience it was in fact why am i saying that a lot tonight i'm like on you know history channel it was in fact alien hey because we're here <laughs> no, but i think that you know she had a really rough time playing this role i think the fans I, didn't help no nope. the fans definitely didn't help the boys are criticizing be, you and um and I think that she had a hard time with that. And she decided, you know, I don't, I don't need this. I don't, I don't, this, I don't, do don't I blame it. her. So don't blame her. And it's, and you know, you know, I know it's like you would give up the role of a lifetime and, and this money is blah, blah, blah. She's, but she's, she's going to make money. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, I would like to say this as a, as a, as a moderate fan with high intensity, um, uh, that yeah. thinks we're getting that in, getting that in, that. um, that I don't know if actors really fully understand the the weight of taking on the role 
of any superhero character. I don't care who it is, whether it's a big name, I think they will small know. name. Um, Anything if you like never... hear about actors when they know they're about to take on a new superhero role, they're all like very nervous about it. <laughs> you know, because you know, we know the fans can uh, just be brutal. Know, I just decided to dive right in. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's funny because like you know we were watching that that um batman return special yes and, the cat and the penguin yeah and you know i you know i gotta say man tim burton was definitely you know he he, he did what he wanted because like he didn't give up I, I man it'd be interesting how a tim burton batman movie would play out today like I think we're gonna possibly maybe well, find out. Gosh, I, mean, I hope he's involved somehow. I mean that Tim Burton, the Tim Burton that was like kind of like a rebel or whatever. Like if he had to cater to the fans, like I don't know if it would have happened. Because no. it seemed like with these movies, he was doing you know Tim that's part Burton of why he always left. done what Tim Burton does. Yeah, Tim Burton yeah, Tim Burton. yeah. And and the fans would be too vocal, I think. Yeah. And he didn't um, want that. And and because they were with the original Batman movie. And watching Michael Keaton's response, what was your feeling on his his reaction to the role, Michael Keaton? When 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 we were watching, um, I well, I don't know, like I. I I didn't get the sense that he didn't like playing the role or that he didn't give a shit. Like, I think. He, but he wasn't. I don't think it was he, like. Because I know, like, there's one part he he mentioned, and I think you and I perceived it differently. Um, you know, how absurd it is that he's, you know, they're running around and essentially playing pretend. No, that I get. That I, like, I wasn't. It's like, it's crazy that this is what's paying the bills kind of thing, you know, like. <laughs> It's absurd. Um, in a good way, though. I yeah, take yeah, that in a good way. I, it, I take that in a good way. I think he was just, I think that, I think that's my, I think that's how Michael Keaton is in a lot of interviews. He's kind of like, nah, 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 you know, I'm kind of a little like, true, true. sarcastic. And you know what? I don't, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> or you got someone like Harrison Ford that's like, who shot first, Har- you know, Han or Guido? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love Harrison Ford. It's, great. Uh, <laughs> it's his fault, Han. Uh, his fault. But <laughs> yeah, I like completely lost. I did too. Uh, <laughs> oh no, we're talking about Batman fandom DC. Oh yeah, Michael, uh, Michael Keaton. But it all started with Doom Patrol. Jim Doom Patrol, Patrol is oh, just right. awesome. <laughs> Doom Patrol is a great show. Yes. Doom Patrol needs its flowers, and um, I really hope it's what it's flower in the moment. It's flowers in the moment, yes. Mm-hmm. And I hope that it sparks interest, and I hope we get Swamp Thing back too, because that's the other show. Well, they're putting it on CW this season, so <sighs> I don't know if I like that. No, it sh- it does not belong on CW. That's the show that needs to be on HBO. Yeah, like I, I like eight, like like Swamp Thing and Doom Patrol need to be bookends for like a weekend like you start like you have shit put them on sunday yo if hbo did a superhero block they would run the game if they gave all right hear me out hear me out if they gave if they gave if they gave just one of those shows a Game of Thrones rollout with a Game of Thrones spotlight time. They would 
they w- I think they would change the dynamic of the superhero, like the who's Girls time, which is also the Westworld time. Yep, yep, and that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, w- w- that show needs that spot. Like, I think you put that show in that spot, and you show people that we're really behind this show, mm-hmm. and then other people are like, "Oh, what is this?" Yeah, and like, and they just—I mean, it's just—it's so absurd. I think it's a good contender for that spot. Yeah, like it's—it's—it's it's, it's intriguing. And then, yeah. like I said, the Watchmen. Like, listen, Watchmen was was great for comic books. Man, Watchmen was. It was dope. great for Watchmen comic was books. So good. It and gave it gave us a lot of credit. It gave comic books a lot of credit to exist. In that in that in that space on HBO. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I mean, well, <sighs> yeah. I mean that, and it probably brought a lot of attention to the to the Watchmen film, you know, from yeah. like ten years yep. ago. Um, and I love that, uh, like they made it, but they made it easy to follow because it wasn't directly connected to that film, as, mm-hmm. but it was connected to that story. Which, yeah. You know, yeah. 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 Uh, I think I'm gonna rewatch Watchmen. I think I would like to. <laughs> yeah, I think I should. And oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, her name. Oh my god, no. Regina King. Regina King, baby. Regina King. I love her. Beautiful queen. Beautiful queen. Beautiful black woman. Um, mm. congratulations on your like outstanding acting career. Mm, mm, mm. You know what, Blake? I think I think I think you gotta say that one more time, man. I think you gotta say that one more Listen. Time. Are you going to give me the cue? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go for it. Listen, honey. No, I shouldn't say honey. That's not. That's yeah, that's, that might be appropriate. She's a grown-ass woman. My friend, she's a grown-ass woman. Yeah. Respect um, on her Regina, name. Regina King. She change it to Regina Queen. Nah, she could be a king, too. She's a king. It's the new. She's a king. The, the millennium. No, Regina King, <laughs> millennium. No, real, though, like, as, as we were, like, you know, gushing all over Jaleel White, you know, Regina King, you're another. And maybe, you know, maybe her character, what was it, Brenda, mm-hmm. didn't have, like, you know, the popularity, but you know what? You stuck yours out this entire listen, time. Listen, listen, we, listen, we're not, we're not done honoring. No, I know. Honoring, I'm, exci- so. I'm excited for yeah, this to come. Yeah, best believe she's going to get her moment. And, and yeah, I want to, I want to do, I want to, you know, have a little, like, segment of respect for Regina King, because, Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. And uh, and then we also got. Do we want to say who else we want to? Yeah, I mean, listen. Let's I give mean, people. You know, a, we we got to talk a about taste. some Jack A. Hair. Oh yes, we Jack do. Come on, come on, yes, give, give it to me. Mary, Mary, oh Mary, no, Mary, 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 Mary. Oh, I can't wait! To, I can't I wait to give her her, her flowers. I can't. It's like so I can't she, wait. Yo, she deserves it too, cause like create. She's one that created a character that became a sensation. Yes, yeah, yeah. She was another one. Mm-hmm. She was Jack. Jack K was another star who just. And they were from the mm-hmm. same show. She and Regina. Mm-hmm. Well, well, no place like home. <laughs> well, no place like home. Mm-mm-mm. With your family around you, you're never alone. Well. No need to song. That child needs help. <laughs> <laughs> I love these. At least a little sound bite. That child needs help. Um, oh, man. But yeah. You know, I want to talk about Wheezy. Oh, yeah, we got to. No, I want to talk about. Um, Let's talk about things, baby. Let's talk about you and Focus, me. Blake, focus. Let's talk about all the good <laughs> and the, Okay. Um, 
where I'm going. Anymore. All right, listen, I know where you're going, and I'm ready to go where you want to go. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked though. I love I love this whole like thing. This is good. Cause, yeah, because it's bringing me a lot of happy memories, mm-hmm. and that's what we want to do. Staples in my household, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Even mm. Parents would do Steve Urkel impressions, you know. <laughs> did I do that? Did I do that? Oh God! I did the Urkel. I did it. <sighs> I think. We might, I think we should do. We might have to do a video soon. I was doing the Urkel dance. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> okay. dude! Video coming soon. Video coming soon. <laughs> Everybody, do the Urkel dance. We'll be right back. <laughs> I love that shit. I love it. I do. Uh, I love it so much. And then, I, oh, but this might be too much, but, you know. What might be too much? these messages, we'll be right oh. back. Oh, But God. I don't know, is that too much of that? Will we get in trouble? No, no. Why? Why would we get in trouble? I don't know, because everybody getting in trouble for everything. No, nowadays, no. Like, you know. Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You are so welcome. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You know. As Reva Shane on God and Light said, I'm nothing if I'm not obliging. <laughs> All right. You're hate in high heels, your revenge and arrest for us, Reva. <laughs> oh, man, that was the New Year's Eve episode, man. So good. Ugh. It lasted two weeks just to tell the story over one night. Really? And that's five episodes a week. Damn. Damn. Yo, the things we used to do for TV events, man, it's not the same anymore. Not the same. Um, would you like to uh, sing a song before we uh, head home, or sure, say our goodbyes and sing a song on the way out? What what should we sing? Uh, well, I was feeling some Queen. Do you know much Queen? <laughs> I mean, there's always Bohemian Rhapsody. I mean, we, I know we some could... Queen. I mean, you know, I might have oh. one of my one of my main covers. Listen, can can I tell you like a kind of a uh, Each morning I get up, I die. Uh, uh, a dream I would I would love to have one day. Better stand on my feet. Uh, I would love to like full fledged rock out to in the mirror and cry. <laughs> somebody to love. Like I would love to like fully rock out. What you doing to me? Oh, such a great song! Such a great song! Such a girl. Somebody, somebody, anybody find me? Somebody love. So, would you? I just sang somebody love. I know you did. (laughs) Well, guys and gals and gals and all those in between and all our friends around the world and throughout the universe. And the multiverse, even. Thank you for spending your time with us. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you had fun. You know, we, uh, you know, we've we we've been away for some time, but we really, uh, I gotta say, look, I feel like we found our groove back again. I would like to give a shout out to the homies Paul and Sashia from the Go Gorilla Film Cast podcast. Go Gorilla. Shout out to Go the Gorilla. Shout out to the homies Jean and Paul. Jean et Paul. From the Reality Bomb Comic Ass Podcast. Zutalon Jean. Oh no. Oh no, what happened? Oh god. 
Ugh. What happened? Nothing. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought I spilled my drink. Oh no! I'm so shout out to my bros. Not for debate, Paul and Tony. Paul and Tony. Shout out to Katie from A Little Beacon Blog. Her and I are working on a new project, which will be dropping soon. Project drop. Yeah, yeah. Um, and shout out to everybody. <laughs> shout out to everybody that listens to us and hangs out with us. We love you. Yes. Um, and uh, we are back. Take us home, Blake. I work hard every day of my life. I work till I ache in my bones at the end. Wait, are you singing, singing? Yeah, well. I'm talking about the steady geeking send off. Oh, shit. I thought you were doing Queen. <laughs> no, we we're going to do that after. We're going to oh. do the send off. I don't know what's going on. You want to do a whole song and then no, do the send off? No, I was going to do an excerpt and I was going to be like motioning for you to like wrap this shit up. <laughs> what are you doing? I, yo, I'm just going with what I think he's talking about. This is improvisation. I was like, wait a minute. He's about to sing the whole uh, song right now. Shit. That's not at all interesting. Uh, great content. So, wait. Oh, so yeah. All right. I know what he wants me to do. Okay. So, listen. Thank y'all so much. And remember, please, remember to keep on. Geeking. Don't stop me. Because I'm having a good time. Having a good time. I'm a shooting star leaving through the sky. Like a tiger surrounding the laws of reality. Burning through the sky, yeah. 200 degrees, you're gonna call me just a Fahrenheit. I'm traveling at the speed of light. What do you think of supersonic men out of you? I'm having such a good time. <laughs> Don't stop me now. <laughs> Just give me a call. You gotta make me pick Cause I'm having a good time. Yes, I'm having a good time. This has been Steady Geekin', a dynamic duo high five production. <laughs>